Dosri Nune Gor Holodeck Cash. Welcome to the Holodeck is Broken, a Star Trek rewatch podcast. I'm your Captain Laura. I grew up watching most of Star Trek. I'm your first officer, Mac. I've watched way too much Star Trek. I'm Eris, your communications officer, and I've seen some of it. I'm Z, chief security officer, and I have no idea what's going on. Our seven-year mission. To rewatch all of Star Trek from the very beginning. Boldly going where everyone but me has gone before. Hey there, I'm Laura. I'm Mac. I'm Eris. And I'm Z. And your away team now flashes forward through the future, 80 years or so from when we last visited the Star Trek universe. We have jettisoned the original series crew. We will never see Uhura again, sadly. We'll see everybody else again. We won't see Bones again after this week, but we are starting Star Trek The Next Generation, uh, the series that ran for seven seasons from 1987 to 1994. Oh. Only got better from its first season. So we are we are talking... Yeah, it'd have to, right? Yeah. <laughs> we are discussing season one, episode one, the two-hour encounter at Farpoint, which, of course, I originally typed as encounter at Fartpoint. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... The first two seasons of the show are wobbly. I think that's a fair statement to say. That in, in fandom, there's the common expression called growing the beard. Uh, Jonathan Frakes is clean-shaven through this first year. Mm-hmm. When he gets the beard, everybody's like, okay, the show's good now. It does, it's okay, ca- okay. You know, correlation no, does not admit... equal causation, but... Right. <laughs> this, the series, mm-hmm. Next Generation, is the Star Trek series that I know the best. Um, it's the one that I watched uh like after school or like like after dinner or whatever time it was on um that's that's what my parents watched therefore i watched it so it caught me off guard for half a second where i was just like the fuck is wrong with his face (laughs) i mean i literally like it didn't occur to me that i was seeing his chin Mm. until i realized like it's just he's clean shaven like but it it took me an uncomfortably like 12 seconds 12 (laughs) mississippis before it dawned on me oh he doesn't have the beard that's why my brain is freaking out (laughs) the beard makes everything better (laughs) i I was like who is this baby (laughs) I've, i've seen obviously like the the more popular um images or whatever from like later seasons right so like i knew that i've seen him with his beard but i'm gonna be honest i didn't notice that he didn't have a beard until you guys just said something <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, think I my, my brain just like photoshopped it in oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, see i i need you need to teach my brain how to do that because it was it, i like missed a, a couple of key moments of the episode where i was like I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and hit back because I'm, I'm missing some lines. I don't know what they're doing now. There's a movie where he shaves his beard, and I'm like, "Why'd you do that, sir?" No, it's, it's I don't know. I feel like it's a bad omen or something. <laughs> it's like, well, now the whole movie is gonna be cursed. Good, yeah. good job. I don't care for season one of the show as a general rule. I, don't, mm. I really don't care for season two because one of my favorite characters goes away for a year, and I'm like. Yeah, Aww. Dr. Crusher. Lewis. That was a table flip motion yeah. for those of you who are not in oh, this room. She, I didn't know that. Okay, yeah. She leaves for a year, and we get Dr. Karen instead, oh, and it's, yeah, it's just. Also, I'm pretty sure I saw the episodes out of order, like because we were catching them like reruns or something. Yeah. I don't even. Think oh it was, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I think so. I don't really remember. I just remember <laughs> when Wesley walked on. I literally in my notes. Oh no, he baby. <laughs> <laughs> It's a testament to the next generation that despite these episodes not being the best that they can offer, that 
while Laura and I would watch the original series previously, it was always a chore. It was a, it was a to-do list item that we had to mark off. We watched these a couple of weeks ago, and we've been fighting the urge to plow forward. Yeah. More next I know. Episodes. Like, I just want to just keep going. Yeah. 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 So that's that, something, yeah. I kind of enjoyed it a little bit better this time than I have in years past, just because it was like, okay, just, just let it happen, and I, you know, it's only going to get better from here. Z, I'm getting the impression you, you weren't into it. I um, wasn't not into it. Okay. It just, Expand on that. <laughs> I, I It's a new season. It's yeah. many years in the future, yeah. both in the show and in... Um, reality. Reality. Um, so I was just expecting it to be better, but it was, mm. it was, it just felt very original series. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I think they're trying of... to, to be that again somehow. Yeah. They're, yes. they're trying to right. make it and they haven't found their own groove yet at all. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely got the sense that like, if I had watched the original series when it was when it was on, yeah. and then many years later the next generation came on and I watched that, I I could I could get how people would instantly fall in love with it. Mm. Like it mm-hmm. did have a lot of like the the nostalgic things for it, but it just it just that that's not the way I have right. been watching it, so that yeah. I don't get that. Generally, people did not accept it. Really, as it was aired, because I mean it, the idea was okay, we're going to do a new Star Trek TV show. Spock's not going to be in it. Ninety mm, percent of the fandom was just like, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't want that. I, I could tell that the new Spock was like split between Data and the the girl with the dark hair. Mm, yeah. Troy. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I've never really thought of Troy no, as right. part of the inheritor of the Spock. Yeah. Mantle, but I think yeah, I think you're right. I think I think in as much as it's the because they, they really harp on the fact that she's Betazoid, mm-hmm. like early on, and it's like, what are you feeling? And like, so she's the immediate alien character, even mm-hmm. though you've got Worf hanging out there being all Klingon, but yeah. like, they're she's the one that they're really like, you know, you know, what are you sensing, counselor? Like, they mm-hmm. really want to like push that she's the alien right. and something from when we watched the original series is they're really pushing that Spock is this alien mm-hmm. who's yeah. so different from the humans right. and yeah so I think I think you're you're hitting the nail on the head and there. there's something to be said about like they are both despite the fact that like she's obviously like um, an accomplished empath mm-hmm. kind of thing um, she like senses other people's emotions but like she is very in control of the emotions, mm-hmm. which is also what Spock is. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. It wasn't like he yeah. didn't feel. He wasn't an android. He was just so in right. control that, like, of course, then Nimoy's, like, acting chops came out because you would see, like, little ticks in his face and stuff. Yeah. He was like, oh, I'm going to punch a bitch. <laughs> Whereas Troy would embrace the fullness of the emotions. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. she'd be like, I'm feeling intense anger right now, so I'm going to slap you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's I, course of action. That, I mean, that's exactly what I was thinking while I was yeah. watching it. And then, like, Data is obviously the, the character that, gets them out of certain situations, kind of comes to the rescue the way that Spock did, like yeah. with, I, was it this one? It wasn't this one. The one where he has to like plug in all the little stuff. That was the next one. Okay. Yeah, the next one. Yeah. But you, you're not wrong. Yeah. 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 I still don't know how I want to feel about the Pinocchio joke, mm. but I do like the whole, like, I want to learn how to be a human yeah. uh, that, that Data has going on, which is, which is the opposite of Spock, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like still very much in that kind of camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like some, mm-hmm. something that is other that's like 
Well, I've learned always... how to be where the people are. Yeah. <laughs> I've always thought of Spock and Data as like two halves of like the immigrant experience, whereas mm, yeah. Spock is the one who wants to maintain his traditions yeah. and his identity in that way. Yeah. Whereas Data is the, the, the kind of immigrant who would go overboard in trying to adopt. Mm, yeah. Assimilate. Yeah, yeah. Assimilate, yeah. 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 It yeah. seems like the wrong word to use for the show, but <laughs> but you're, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> so they go right out of the gate with a misbehaving godman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, in the show's defense, there's a couple things here. The episode's credited to D.C. Fontana and Roddenberry. Mm-hmm. DC Fontana wrote for the original, original series. Original series correct? wrote several of the original Email series. Email as well, Yes, right? Dor- Dorothy Fontana. And the accepted division of labor is that she wrote all of the Farpoint mystery stuff, and Roddenberry focused more on the Q element okay. of the story. Of course. Yeah. Of course, A. <laughs> B, I think the Q stuff in the episode works better. Mm-hmm. Also, I think what they've done that's good is Q becomes a recurring character. They're not coming... Yeah. They're not tripping over... A different misbehaving godman every couple of weeks. Yeah. They have one misbehaving godman that occasionally gives them trouble. Yeah. Okay. So I'm 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 in favor of that because you don't see any other really misbehaving godmen that pop up. I can't think of any. Okay. I can think right. of a there's there's a couple of episodes where you get into some you know like there's yeah that, a little bit the the, the, the rocketeer guy. guy doesn't he well, he has no powers he's just oh, okay. a mischievous pirate guy yeah yeah. Whatever happened to that blonde guy in like the first few episodes of the original series that like lived on a planet with? <laughs> I'm gonna describe this so terribly. It's okay, be wild. so he he lived on a planet with aliens that were just heads, and so he could like m- make things happen with his mind. It reminds me of a um, Twilight oh, Zone shit. episode or whatever. The problem is, I think you're describing several different episodes, <laughs> which is a key problem. I think yeah. you're kind of describing Charlie X. Yes. Okay. Yes. Whatever but happened also, to him or the aliens yeah, that like right. that spanked him? Well, <laughs> some of the subcanon you has taken the view that really almost every misbehaving god man from the original series is also a member of the Q continuum, just didn't identify themselves as such. Mm. Okay. So okay. that would explain the vast majority of that. Mm. But whatever happened to him, not much. Uh, <laughs> there was one comic book that featured him again. 20 years down the road where he started causing mm. troubles in Starfleet Academy and that's about it. We never mm-hmm. saw from we never heard from Charlie again. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give this for this episode. Um, I have a lot of high hopes p- partially because I do have uh, knowledge mm-hmm. now that like mm-hmm. of how the rest of the season will kind of go. Like I've yeah. hit or miss a lot of it but um, where yeah the for the original series there was lots of like we're gonna talk about this and like he's archetypes but then we're gonna like new character new name new situation and then we will completely forget about it as if it never happened like there was no right. callbacks no like con- continuity you know of this kind of thing it's just like oh yeah here's another robot this is why this episode looks exactly the same as yeah. the one four episodes ago it's because it's just another robot that wants to kill humanity or whatever that Kirk has to argue into exploding this one I have high hopes for actually yeah. having callbacks and oh, having yeah. like oh yeah this person that they fucked with <laughs> will fuck with them later down the road yeah. they will come back yes there's there's you, it's it's uh, original series is very episodic and you don't yeah, yeah you don't so get that TNG to, a degree. to some yeah. degree but yeah. there's more arc involved yeah. or the recurring characters mm-hmm. and you know right yeah those callbacks so i do know q comes back and q comes i was back. I would not say Several this times, is yeah. the best Q episode, 
I don't even necessarily think it's the worst Q episode, but there are some episodes that feature Q that are among the best that Star Trek has ever done. Okay. So, and the finale actually ties back into this episode a little bit in in some ways, but Q's also there. It actually elevates this episode a lot because this mm. feels like the starting point of a saga that the final episode checks in on and is still incomplete to this day because Q's going to be in the new season of Picard. Oh. And it extends, this mm. this whole storyline will well, yeah. extend. I mean, he found his human soulmate, so he's just like, I guess I'm just going to fuck with you for the rest of my existence. You know, yeah, no, he's, yeah. The, I, I appreciate the fact that they keep bringing Q back instead of just making us suffer through yeah. different misbehaving yeah. bad boys. I can't boys. tell if it's uh, <laughs> fandom glasses or if it was like legit there but I was just like the the moment it's really early on when when um, I just want to call him Patrick Stew. <laughs> oh yeah. my it's Picard um, <laughs> walks up <laughs> and, and basically like starts arguing with Q but in a very like I see what you're doing and I'm gonna talk my way out of it and Q is just like oh a feisty one like he doesn't say that but like his eyes light up and I was like is this that he's flirting? Oh, Q was ready to wreck shop. Like, and then he's just like, oh no, this one's, they warned me about this in Misbehaving God School. Oh, he's sexy. I can't, oh no. Look at that head. Like, yeah. I want to lick it. It's so shiny. Yeah. And you can see the moment where he's just like, this is my life now. I'm yeah, going yeah. to, I'm just, he's mine. I've licked him, I've named him, I'm gonna put a collar on him later if he's amenable. So I, I honestly, because when, when Q comes back, he'll say things like, you know, I missed you, or, you know, you're my favorite yeah. human, or That's whatever. Gay. And yes. I was like, at that yes. point, I was like, oh, he really, like, I'm taking him at his word. He really does I miss think he him. Is he could go anywhere else, yeah. and he does, and he shows up on other series, and it's never quite the same. Right, because yeah. he doesn't yeah. have, it's, he doesn't have Right now, part. like, I see a very strong flirtation, and and it will not surprise me if I can later down the road say this is where Q is in love with him for sure. <laughs> like I, I'm fully expecting that, especially considering um, this episode very much is very soap opera like. Yeah. Like all the characters, it's just it's space it's space opera at its finest. Mm. Like all yeah. the characters, like oh you have this captain who has like legendary hero status but he's awkward as fuck and he's like i'm not good with kids quick number one who kind of idolizes me you are amazing with children even though i don't know that but somehow my character still does you have that vibe that kids yeah. like you yeah and sure enough Riker's like i we have one baby that shows up that has a line and i'm like hey bud how are you blue's clue style like and you so you have like this really good dichotomy and like, you, like yeah it's very soap opera like backdrop of space so i'm i'm fully intent on having you just absolutely fall in love with uh, <laughs> with picard and i'm here for it it doesn't have to be requited i'm just happy for this ride <laughs> but it's also like we, i think we've talked about it in other discussions like it, it doesn't even have to be romantic or erotic love it is oh, no, it, yeah, it is just yeah. like I'm having the most fun of my life in this room. Yeah. I'm not leaving. <laughs> I think they're weirdly soulmates. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's, there's, uh, no, I, I won't spoil it, but there's this moment much later on where Q meets Picard when he theoretically dies. And, you know, it's, it's it, there's a moment that flashes on yes. Picard's face like, I have to spend eternity with you. Like, <laughs> there's a moment. Like, you miss me? <laughs> there's a moment later in that episode where they're in bed. 
Oh, oh. that's true. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we. Yeah. This crew's gonna love that episode. <laughs> it's a great one. It's one of the great Q episodes. It is. It is. Yay. Yeah. What season is that? Uh, how, how far? Six. Oh, it's a ways. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's that's good cool. though. Cool. Yeah. Fine. I'm, well, I'm like, I'm looking forward to this journey because, like, even though these episodes maybe not the great, the no. greatest, but at the same time, I'm like. I have only just now recently finished the original series. I mean, right. it took us a bit, but, like, compared to the last time I saw Star Trek when I was 12, <laughs> the much, much shorter time frame has passed. And I'm like, you know what? These are, compared to the original season, these are pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nowhere to go and but they, up. And they only go up. Yeah. yeah. And that's oh that's the God. best part. And because watching this compared every to time. that brain episode, look. <laughs> Yeah, I think every time I watch Encounter at Farpoint, I'm struck by, like, how everyone's not quite right yet. Mm. Like, these these are not quite the characters I know and yeah. love. They're getting there. You can see that it's a good starting point, mm-hmm. but, like, they haven't hit their fullness yet. And so, when, once they actually get there, it's great. I, I've seen worse pilots. <laughs> I've seen worse pilots. For but, better shows. But, yeah. yeah, great shows, so many times, they are at their best at the beginning. Yeah. Mm. This one is arguably at its worst. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, exactly. Like, a lot of yeah. people argue that the last episode of the whole series was its best episode. I like, would I would yeah. plant my flag on that, yeah. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And it has so many references to this episode. It elevates this one, because it's like, oh, mm-hmm. yeah, that's where they kind of do the thing and the thing and the other thing. <laughs> on that note, uh, <laughs> we have reached our commercial break time, so we'll do that. <laughs> Let's. <laughs> So, uh, normally this is when we would do our uh, in-universe commercial, but uh, we are approaching a special occasion. At the time you're listening to this, Laura and I will have been married for 10 years, and so we are going to renew our vows right here on the podcast. It's an idea I had at Z's wedding. (laughs) (laughs) Yay! Wherein uh, we will do a Star Trek-themed vow renewal. And there aren't a lot of, you know, very specific uh, Star Trek wedding rituals. They, characters get married, and it's always like, oh, it's a maritime tradition that I'm the captain, and I get to marry you. You want to be married? Okay, oh, no, Romulans! But uh, in a particular episode of Deep Space Nine, there is a full uh, traditional Klingon wedding ceremony. So I talked uh, my blushing bride, Laura, into renewing our vows with a traditional Klingon wedding ceremony because he couldn't talk me into doing a traditional klingon wedding originally so it's true <laughs> it's true not for lack of trying not for lack of trying <laughs> so if you've seen that episode uh the wedding ceremony is typically officiated by the the female head of the klingon house to which the people are joining uh, and our cat was unavailable to do a podcast today. Right. <laughs> Actually, she uh, decided we were without, we were without honor, and she does not sign off on me. <laughs> she would do that. She me. would, <laughs> yeah. Um, so we will have Eris and Z uh, officiating. This this comes from the episode "You're Cordially Invited," which is uh, season six, episode seven of Deep Space Nine, which is written by Ronald D. Moore, who will write very uh, great many great Next Gen episodes. Uh, eventually. So, with that being said,
With fire and steel did the gods forge the Klingon heart. So fiercely did it beat, so loud was the sound, that the gods cried out, On this day we have brought forth the strongest heart in all the heavens. None can stand before it without trembling at its strength. But then the Klingon heart weakened. Its steady rhythm faltered, and the gods said, Why do you weaken so? We have made you the strongest in all of creation. And the heart said, I am alone. And the gods knew they had erred, so they went back to their forge and brought forth another heart. But the second heart beat stronger than the first, and the first was jealous of its power. Fortunately, the second heart was tempered by wisdom. If we join together, no forces can stop us. And when the two hearts began to beat together, they filled the heavens with a terrible sound. For the first time, the gods knew fear. They tried to flee, but it was too late. The Klingon hearts destroyed the gods who created them and turned the heavens to ashes. To this very day, no one can oppose the beating of two Klingon hearts. Mac, son of Gary, does your heart beat only for this woman? Yes. And will you swear to join with her and stand with her against all who would oppose you? It would be my honor. Laura, daughter of Tony, does your heart beat only for this man? Yes. And do you swear to join with him and stand with him against all who would oppose you? It would be my honor. Then, then let, let all present here today know that this man and this woman are married. Kapla! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so uh messages of social enlightenment black lives matter yes water is life yes trans lives matter should i wear my seatbelt? oh my gosh you should always wear your seatbelt. We <laughs> stop asian hate vote Yes. yes. Yeah, we're kind of hitting another big election time for senator. senator the midterms will be in the midterms. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Those are actually, you know what? Local elections are really important. You yes. should pay attention to those. Yeah, president's big. Don't get me wrong. Right. But you should also pay attention to who your fucking superintendent's going to be. Yeah. They can wreck some children. Yup. Yeah. Yeah. Vote in all the elections. School yeah. board elections yes, too. Yes. Right? Vote. School yeah. board members are. Those are the people Strangely that ban important. backpacks, which is weird. So, like, yeah. maybe vote for the people who wouldn't do that. Yeah. If you're a school board member in Texas, you also get to decide, like, what the textbooks are like for, like, the entire country. So, yeah. Yeah. Politically chosen textbook. So, if you're an international person and you're just like, well, I think I want to visit America, raise some children here, don't. Yeah, all of our textbooks. Yeah, land of the free, politically motivated textbooks. American empire is done. We, we're really not open for business anymore. Yeah, <laughs> really bad. Yeah. 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 You ever been to a mall where all the good stores uh, are gone? That's, yeah. that's us right now. Yeah. We're promenade yeah. right now? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, we're the, like, we don't even have a movie theater anymore. We're the <laughs> promenade mall of countries. Uh, any other messages of social enlightenment? I, I have a request. If it is within our power to grant it, it shall be granted. <laughs> Let's, as a society, put more effort into finding other missing people that aren't skinny white girls. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Or, you know, caring slightly when they go missing. Hard agree. Mm -hmm. It is within my power and it is granted. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. 
I, I will care more. I will encourage others to care more. If you enjoy the word mouth usements that we utter, uh, you might also enjoy As the Myth Turns. With your cultural interns, Eris. And Z. Interns, because we're not professionals. And we're not getting paid. It was weird to introduce it because we've re- finished recording all those yeah. episodes and we just haven't posted them yet. Yeah. Uh, so they will be running their final episodes here quickly and they will yes. be having new podcasts in the year on PartyApocalypse.com, which has books, blogs, movie reviews, and the fourth wall in its entirety. A new book is available. If any of these stories goes over 1,000 words, this entire book will explode. It's available in ebook, paperback, and uh, audiobook format from Audible. Audible. It's a hard word. Audible. The Audible audible for people who've had a stroke. (laughs) Ooh, business idea now. The audiobook features all of your favorite away team members in various capacities. Uh, Another book is coming quickly. uh, The Once and Future Orson Welles, closing out my Orson Welles trilogy of the past several years. Eris, you have a Twitch. Yes, it is on hiatus. (laughs) As we encroach ever further closer to November, um, some of you may know, may not know, that I participate in NaNoWriMo every year, and so it will definitely be taking a break during the entirety of the month of November. So um, catch me in December. I'll draw some Christmas trees or something. Mm. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Z. Yes. You have a TikTok. I do. We've Um, appeared on your TikTok recently. Yes, you have. Yes. Yes. Yeah, a couple of videos. Loads of fun. Um, It's uh, at underscore. It's just Z underscore. So I do things and stuff on there. Things and stuff. (laughs) Oftentimes amusing. Yeah. Sometimes unsettlingly so. Yes. Is so? Well, yeah. I appreciate that review. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The one where you were a son? I watched it probably 80 times. <laughs> My over favorite one is the one about you and the twin. And <laughs> it's I T S J U S T Z. Like, that's yeah. like yeah. Not, not just underscore the letter Z. Underscore. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the trend was that people... I'm saying that for my husband. <laughs> he already follows me. It's good. It's good. It took a second, but he found you. <laughs> Love of my life. Um, yeah, I'm not super, super big on social media. I had one tweet that, like, got 35 likes, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know how that happened. Apparently, what you got to do to beat Twitter is... Tweet about days of our lives <laughs> out of the blue for no reason. I was waiting on a car, so it was on the TV, and when I was waiting or getting uh, something wrong with my tire, and I'm just like watching it, and I'm like, I haven't seen days of our lives in like 20 years, so let me tweet about it. Apparently, days of our lives Twitter will just you know bump you right up. <laughs> They're an aggressive phantom. <laughs> Apparently so. They have weird hashtags. <laughs> Well, it is a weird show. <laughs> it really is. But thanks, guys. Appreciate you. With that, we'll go back to our episode. So. So. Uh, gut feelings. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite character after this first episode? <sighs> and it's okay if you don't have one. Like, the, 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 this yeah. episode didn't quite cook on all burners yet. Yeah. I like, I want to like the not lesbian. Yark. I think so, yeah. Blonde. I'm so bad with that. Yeah. 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 I saw I saw her. I was like, that's a lesbian. See, that was my guess, is that you were going to be in the yard. Like, I, I had good money on it. Yeah, I do 
I have high hopes for. I'm very like oh, um, no. if you rank, <laughs> yeah. you know, S tier, whatever. Yeah, she's high up there. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, there's, I think, yeah, it was this one. Worf like stands up to, and like pulls out his phaser or whatever at the at the <laughs> screen. And, and and Hayden was watching it with me. I was like, "That's me." And he was like, "You would shoot glass." I was like, "If I have to." <laughs> <laughs> Sir Patrick was like, "You're gonna shoot the viewer." And he was like, "I understand my mistake." Yeah, <laughs> just very calmly holster that. And like, it's it fine. me. <laughs> I don't know yet. Um, I I'm kind of like in the whole like. I'm like a new relationship puppy love. Mm. I'm just like, oh, I like everybody. Like, I even like Wesley. Like, mm. which I I have heard from the tumblers that okay. I should, uh, uh, you know, restrain that a little bit. You know, but maybe maybe leash it <laughs> for for a second. <laughs> but at the same yeah. time, like right now, I'm like, oh look, he baby. I think I really like how all the characters are um, dynamically playing off of each other more so than, say, the original series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, Basically, yeah. it was just the three people. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they had some tertiary, secondary characters that occasionally had really fun moments. Yeah. Um, but, like, this one seemed more like a cohesive cast. Yeah. Um, than just, like, you can see the cliques forming. Like, yeah, anyway. So, I think I'm just liking how they're playing off of each other more. Um, yeah. Yeah. Now, having said that, second knee-jerk reaction, probably Riker. Really? Yeah, I, I, like I like his him. like. He's a likable guy. He yeah. really is. He, yeah. he has um like he's like the new person yeah. to the crew. It's disturbing the fact that he has this whole thing with Troy going on apparently. Um, but like he's just like, yes, I'm gonna make my mark with this legendary hero of a captain, and it's me, a fresh off the seas of space. Never get away from me. Like he has like that kind of vibe. Yeah. Like young navy lieutenant vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Like gonna be. This is my first big ship. I'm so excited. <laughs> he the the actor that plays him also does the voice for Xanatos in gargoyles and yeah. i was lots watching of, it lots of star trek oh, people shit. on gargoyles yeah because uh like, the one who plays troy marina sirtis does it too one of yeah. the gargoyles what one, one of the gargoyles one of the female gargoyles yeah oh uh, demona yes, yes. yeah yeah it's been 25 years since i've seen an episode of gargoyles but yeah. yeah. Side podcast, real quick. You know, edit in or out. But like, <laughs> uh, I've never seen Gargoyles ever. It's is good. This, is this like a but the podcast show airs Gargoyles? See what her reactions are. Like, what is? <laughs> is, that the, is that is that anything? Is that anything? <laughs> From the first episode, I think Picard is the most fully himself. Mm. Um, like he definitely he has growth. They all have yeah. growth. But I instantly recognized. Oh, that's the Picard I know and love. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the others, I think, have some, you know, they need to step into their characters a little bit. But I, so right out of the gate, Picard is, is definitely like my favorite from. I'm going to push back on that. I really? Because like, mm. I think Picard is too grumpy here. Now, he is a little more stern as a general rule. Yeah. But. Picard gets better as he occasionally will lighten up in certain situations. But he lightened up in this episode too. Even with Wesley, he initially was like, "No, no, no yeah. kids on my bridge," and then he's like, "Oh, wait, no, maybe I should, maybe I should entertain this just a little bit." I like, would say the character that's most f- fully formed is Doctor Crusher. She's she's also pretty good, and I I do I, I need to dive back <laughs> into Wesley and Crusher. <laughs> I, I do need to dive back into Wesley and Crusher because yes. Wesley, Will Wheaton had a tough time as a child actor, and that shows. <laughs> um, but what 
what's so fascinating to me, and I didn't even really understand the full complexities of it until, like, more recently, like, he and Gates McFadden, who played um, his mom on the show, like, actually had a really good relationship. Aww, he had good. really shitty, like, real-life parents. Um, and so she... The whole she, crew was The good whole crew yeah, was, like, like, really good yeah. with him, but especially yeah. with her, because, like, even now, they still talk, and he calls her space mom, and they are, like... I know. Like, they still... They're still really tight. And so knowing that about them, that they still have this great relate, Like, there's pictures where... He, yeah, Space Mom <laughs> took him to Disney World with her family, like, one oh, year, like, when he was little. Um, I, so it's so great. So, like, knowing that, that they had this great yeah. relationship makes me love their on-screen relationship even more. Because I'm like, she really did care about him. Yeah. yeah. A lot I, of chemistry. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I know nothing <laughs> about, about Will Wheaton or any of these actors, mm-hmm. so... Can Will you Wheaton, enlighten me? Will Wheaton now um, is big into like D and D and tabletop mm-hmm. and um, blogging and yeah, he was one yeah. of the first bloggers with a capital yeah. B. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, so where you find him now is like he has several podcasts and a couple mm-hmm. TV shows where he literally like he I think he has a show tabletop still mm-hmm. where he goes over a lot of like TTRPG kind of stuff. So I know he made a bunch of appearances in uh, The Big Bang Theory because yes. my yes. husband's mom watches the hell out of that show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. so I knew that he was a nerdy figure. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. But this like is, I don't know anything about like a childhood. He was in or... like a movie. I want to say like Stand by Me. St- he was, mm-hmm. he was yeah. in Stand by Me as a child actor, mm-hmm. and then this mm-hmm. was like his next big thing. And he was here on this for seven years, basically. Yeah, only Ish. for a couple of years. Yeah. He, yeah. He, okay. He, yeah. he got really disillusioned with Star Trek halfway yeah. through, rightly mm-hmm. so, because I mean fans were bad to him, and yeah, uh, he it, like his career was really stymied also, like, by the show. He's like what fourteen in this? I mean, he's a young kid. Yeah. So, yeah, like, and yeah. and his yeah, like, I I think his parents were like. The way I understand it, basically treated him like a cash cow and, yeah. you know, yeah. like child actor, like, and so his mental health was never you know, he yeah. was a cute taken kid. care like, of. Even yeah, no, he was... he was, like, eight and stand by mm-hmm. me, he was an adorably precocious child, you know, kind mm. of thing. So they were yeah. like, put you in all the commercials we can. <laughs> so you can definitely see, like, even in the show, you can, as he starts to get older, you can, like, see, like, oh, he's, like, angry adolescent phase here. Mm-hmm. Like, you definitely see that in him, and... Yeah. He's to go through puberty. But, yeah, <laughs> but, like, he turned... I mean, Will Wheaton's a really decent human being. Like, I, I... He's one of the people that I really do enjoy, like, when he... Sometimes he'll, you know, write his thoughts out about something, and I'm just like, yes, sir, yes. Like, he's very big into mental health and, mm-hmm. you know, talks about it openly and talks so much about... Um, you know, therapy is necessary and, you know, find the right treatment for what you need, folks, kind of a thing. Um, but it's kind of the embodiment of like, but he, he talks so much about how like Star Trek, while he struggled through it, it did kind of save him, like having these relationships and Mm -hmm. having these connections. He was even talking about like how Jonathan Frakes, who played Riker, was a better father to him than his own father was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And like, they would even joke around these days, like, uh, because when he really went into a peak adolescent phase and got angry and kind of quit the show, uh, he, he referred to his own, like, I was being a, a an asshole teenager, and LeVar Burton was like, yes, but you were our asshole teenager. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, he had, like, he had, like, a rough life, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, I don't know, I like him as an adult. Yeah, he's like, pretty I really, awesome. Yeah, like, he always came and was like, hey, do you remember me? I was that child star that everyone hated. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's literally kind of how he introduces himself. Right. Hey, remember, you? That, I was that kid, that asshole kid on that show that you loved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
right. Yeah. yeah. Anytime you post something, like, I mean, I'm, I'm really not on Facebook very often, but anytime you post something, I'm like, I read that, like, in its entirety. Yeah. So I'm like, yes, sir, I love this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was talking about how he, you know, religion really hurt him growing up and, you know, how awful his parents are and how, like, he's just so open about how he, it took forever to get the treatment that he needed yeah. and you know find and the right medications and he's pretty open too he was like oh, like if i remember right i remember reading something he was like also i'm coming from like hollywood type mm-hmm. yeah. i have access to this and now imagine mm. you don't yes <laughs> yes yeah. um so he's really cognizant of a lot of stuff he's a so. good human and a lot of these people are really good humans. Yeah, I think no, there's like, not a I dick in this cast. I like, don't think so. I, yeah. I think that's what I'm enjoying most. I think that's why it's hard for me to pick like a favorite character. Yeah. It's because like I didn't realize it until like seeing now, like it, being able to play shows off of each other, mm-hmm. even like different media, like non Star Trek media, where you can kind of go like, why does this vibe seem off, and why does this chemistry seem off? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's because the actors hate each other, yeah. right? That's what it is. <laughs> they fucking hate their coworker and they want them to die. Got nailed it. All right, you know. So here yeah. we get to see people that I think just enjoy being with each mm-hmm. other. And that's it. like they are they are a tight group now. Thirty plus years after they started yeah, working it's together. Rare You're right. For Hollywood. Right. It's, yeah. Yeah. Incredibly rare. Um, and it's not like their relationship has always been perfect. There's always been moments where somebody was, you know, showing their ass and that sort of thing. Like, the legend That's is people. that Patrick Stewart had a really big hissy fit toward the end of producing The Next Generation. But they all forgave and forgot. They're like, oh, you're, you're still our pal. You got yeah. over it? You good? We good? <laughs> okay. There's, like, fights you get over and the fights that are, like, right. damaging. And it seems like they are a decent group of people that just like each other. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As yeah. opposed to some shows where I'm like, that one's gonna leave. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell they hate being here. They're they're waiting to quit. <laughs> so so when Pulaski shows up, did Ugh. did nobody like her personally right. either? Okay, because yeah. that's gonna she, be she real was the obvious. Odd one out. Yeah, and they're like, can we bring old doctor back? And I'm like, yes. Because <laughs> I, I I I think you and I talked about it after we watched these episodes about just the differences in doctors too. From going from Dr. McCoy to Dr. Crusher. And I'm like, yes. Crusher's so competent. Yeah, yeah she actually She's an actual doctor. She knows what she's doing. Yeah, she as does. Opposed to <laughs> you just got married. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You knew this and going I, in. I find that funny. Yeah. I, I find that like, amusing because like Bones shows up on this episode mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. all of two seconds. And yeah. Whatever. First of all, 107, damn. Uh, <laughs> but second, I'm just like, man, I wonder if they realize they, like, I, I, I saw through it. Like, I was like, okay, they're bringing them on because this is a passing of the torch. They're right. trying to get this new show off the ground. So they're bringing someone from the old cast to, like, officiate mm-hmm. that. I get it. But I'm like, oh, but yeah, that new doctor is way better than you. Everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Dr. Crusher, I think, was very formative for Mac in, in his... But, Seems like it. <laughs> there's, but there's this... Riker, Riker's mine. Like, yeah. So Riker, it's all good. It's yeah. all good. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, right. like Jonathan Frakes, who, like... Which I'll get into that theory in the next episode. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because definitely through, the, like, the next several episodes, I have a theory about those two characters. And mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. He text, does. But... He does. I can't wait until Whoopi Goldberg shows up. Oh, yes. she's great. She's so good. I Ugh. remember going, like, can we, like, I, I remember moments as a kid going, like, holy shit, this is really good advice. And right. Like, looking at my parents going, like, 
Why are they, you giving me that advice? Like, they're not, <laughs> they haven't given me shitty advice, but if only they could be more like her. They're like, you're good to stuff at us. <laughs> so concise. Yeah, from time to time, I'm like, what? I'll refer to Picard. It's like, oh, it's Space Dad, because yeah. he's, he's got that wonderful, but he's also like really good, like, manager energy. So if you're ever like in charge of people, he's got some great lessons for how to, you know. Like, he's stern, <laughs> but even when he's correcting people, it's, it's not a lashing out like mm-hmm. like throughout yeah. these this episode he is correcting the crew when they are stepping out of line yeah uh i think he says something to tasha at some point he says like yes. like where where she's like we gotta do this we gotta do this i'd like to hear your advice are you suggesting that yeah. we should go into interplanetary war and she's right. like i rescinded my opinion <laughs> i said it without thinking yeah. i think we should do this right no, I, I really liked um, where he was just like, I always, or he was like, can I speak, or uh, Riker was like, can I speak candidly? Mm-hmm. And he was just like, always. you always can speak candidly. Yeah. yeah, or something like that. And I'm just like, that, I don't know, like that, that hit me in a way that I'm having a hard time putting words on. But mm-hmm. I really liked that. Yeah. I just can't wait till we get to the tea part. I feel like I'm referencing things that haven't happened yet, only because I remember. Like, this was like this was like my formative show. Yeah, this was, was on very yeah. formative for me. Between yeah, me ages too. of zero <laughs> to seven, right? This, I was born when this show came out. <laughs> it's interesting because I, I think you and I've talked about this before. Like we, you and I, our formative years were largely spent in Oklahoma, which produces conservatives in a, at an alarming yeah. alarming yeah. rate. Yeah, there's no you actively cut that out. You ha- you have to like really think about it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so and our parents were relatively fine. They have their you know quirks, but I think. Largely, we were raised by the crew of the Starship Enterprise. Mm. This Starship this Enterprise, Enterprise, and that's yeah. how we got to be okay yeah. in the world. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a, a theme for me is just how Picard goes. He, it's like instant trust. He's like, this mm. is my crew, and you are capable, and you are strong, and I trust that you can do what needs to be done. I will correct like, you if you step out of yeah, line. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but, like, you'll you'll see these moments in the you know future episodes where, like, like... Somebody will come to Picard with something that's kind of batshit crazy, like, I'm stuck in a time loop. And Picard's not like, No, you're not, shut up. Like Picard's yeah. like, Okay, let's let's investigate this. Like right. he's gonna believe you first. We're gonna gather some av- evidence. And even if that evidence isn't there, he's still gonna believe you because he trusts you. Yeah. And like also, he's on a big spaceship in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Weird shit happens every week. <laughs> it seems like he's at least gonna trust. Like, well, I know you're something's happening. There's right. clearly a yes, you're in distress. Here. So what's yeah. going on here? Yeah. But it's it's. But I think the the whole crew is kind of like getting. They're gonna get to that point where it's like trust each other implicitly, and yeah. this is this is our family. This is our space family. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I really I really like what he... Because I think it ties in, like, like uh, thematically. He kept repeating in this particular episode, like, we have a long road ahead. Yeah. Like, he's still capable. He's like, he's not like, oh, I'm the peak p- pinnacle of performance. Right. He's just sort of like, we've been on this road for a while, and we still got a long way to go. Like, this is a, a continuing thing. We gotta keep working at it. Uh, yeah, like the last thing he he's like, like will will our all of our uh, Riker says will all of our adventures be like this? Picard's like, no, I think mo- many of them will be much more interesting. And like he knows this wasn't the greatest episode, but <laughs> we're working on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, was a, it was a shout out to the to the audience family. Yeah, yes. it was yes. like I got this family down on lock. We're wa- I need to break sure that you're in. We're, 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 <laughs> I'm your dad now. We're, 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 we'll, we'll get there. We are approaching the end of our time. Does anybody else have anything? 
depressing about Encounter at Farpoint. We finally see a holodeck. On yes. this, the holodeck is broken. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. First yeah. holodeck. <laughs> Woo. I love how they're all just like, like I guess it's brand new technology, because they're all such yeah. in awe of it. I'm like, you guys are living in space in the future, yeah. and you're like, that's a wall. It's not a wall. <laughs> like I'm like, calm down. They do spend a lot of time explaining. <laughs> they the really do. In this episode. I'm like, yeah. yeah, you should stop. <laughs> it's slowing I can things see down. it because, like, I mean, yeah. the first thing they did was like, we're gonna do it in a forest, not right. you know, mm-hmm. a high fantasy concept or whatever. Um, so yeah, I can see like even inside the character going like, we're in the middle of space, and holy shit, are those trees? <laughs> you brought trees to That's space. That's true. You brought trees. Shit, these are trees. <laughs> you know, like I would be like that. I'd be like used to the whole like I get it, we're in space, cold vacuum, lots of stars, very cool, very dangerous. Holy fuck, I hear a stream babbling. Is that a babbling brook? I'm just gonna like live all my cottage core dreams like out in the middle of fucking Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. It's it's, it's interesting, but yeah, they do spend a really long time like, discussing uh, it. It's like a it's kind of like a transporter, but not. But also, here's a rock wall. <laughs> <laughs> but there's a big uh, continuity error in there. Is there? Uh, Wesley falls into the water, and then they leave the holodeck. And as he's leaving the holodeck, Wesley is still wet, mm. and he's dripping water everywhere. It's always established that matter in the holodeck will disappear once it leaves the, uh, oh. the confines of the holodeck. So he'd be dry I again. If, yeah. Like your Wesley has now dropped. They haven't decided that yet. Is it this the first yeah. episode? Yeah. yeah, but that's flies in the face of holodeck physics. <laughs> give them this. I think I get why it's. I'm not gonna say it's unnecessary, but I think I get why they kept trying to explain it. It's because you're gonna get those fans. I think at this point they know mm. what their fans are like, and they're like, Maybe. "If we don't explain this, we're gonna get some angry letters. Yeah. <laughs> gonna get some tweets before there's Twitter." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think those are called telegrams. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. Gazi, <laughs> you you're so old. <laughs> They had message boards that insisted while the show was running that Wesley was actually Picard's son and mm. Beverly had some secrets. Honestly, um, I got that vibe a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I, I too. don't think that's true. It's not. But yeah. I think it's because, because it would make her really bad. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it would make Picard not so great. <laughs> yeah. Why? Yeah. But, I could see that for Kirk. Yeah. Yo, oh, me. yes. No, Absolutely. Kirk has kids all over the universe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But I will say that I think that's it's definitely true in like a weird emotional sense. That's true. Because like, this is our first time that we, obviously this first episode, you know, kind of thing. But like, they're the family that Picard like looks at and goes, if I had chosen a different path, that would be me. Mm-hmm. You know, versus, and then of course, I mean, he, I guess the husband died when Wesley was really young. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I think that's how they establish it. So it's just sort of like, I guess after a while, Beverly was like, He's a pretty damn good replacement for my hubby, <laughs> you know. And like, clearly Wesley has some like father attachment issues. Like he, he, right? Yeah. So like, I think emotionally, that's his family and his son. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just don't think it's biological at all. No, yeah. I, I don't because it, it it would make several characters who I like a great deal not great people. Yeah. 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 But I mean, it's enough years that have passed. That's like. Yeah. Of course, Beverly's just sort of like. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, they, they need to I'm be I'm going to request this assignment. I'm going to be a great-ass doctor. <laughs> Phase two, yeah. sedu- seduction. <laughs> Phase three, father prophet. <laughs> Which I think... Going to get a daddy for my son. All right. 
which I think would bring us to the next episodes that we will be looking at next time. Yes. Uh, it's like a flu Season one, episode two, The Naked Now, which is the first direct sequel to a original series episode. And Code of Honor. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Just gonna apologize. I, I'm gonna be honest. I don't really remember that episode. I Good. feel like I blocked a lot of it out. It's the right yeah. answer. Because I feel, I feel like I remember it was late last night. But I feel like yeah. I remember sitting there and being like, "This, yeah, no. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, the, the, that's the correct <laughs> reaction. That's the right answer. <laughs> the correct they answer. They should have a lot of character development anyway. So honestly, you're not missing much. You're not. <laughs> yeah. There's a little bit of character development in Naked Now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. 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 But uh, fanfic of, development for right. sure, for Absolutely. sure, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Code of Honor. Well, not even fanfic. Like some of its specific right. tech. But we'll, we'll get we'll get to that. We'll, yeah. we'll so talk about that next time. We got a whole episode Authors coming do up. Do their best work mid season. You know, they're <laughs> like, all right, I have exactly twelve hours to post this before anybody else has this hot take. <laughs> and so we'll talk to you guys then. Bye. 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 Thank you.